You're listening to the Slaying Self Doubt Podcast, where we empower women of faith to identify, acknowledge, and accept their doubts and limits and beliefs in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slain Self Dog Podcast. I am here with Ms. Cheryl Bridges. Good morning, Cheryl. How are you? Good morning, Felicia. Doing well. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm excited about this conversation that we're going to have today. Um, but before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Right, I sure can. Well, again, I'm Cheryl Bridges. I am the founder and CEO of Bridges to Life, which is a faith based uh, life coaching and temperament counseling organization. Um, I started it um, uh, actually one year ago. Oh, on congratulations. 11th. Yes. Yay, anniversary. Let's go. <laughs> That's my one year launch date was January 11th, um, which was my mother's 87th birthday and she passed away three months after that oh man i'm and so sorry to hear that I, but i am so blessed that she was there at yeah. The launch. yeah yeah and um it was just nice to have her there and be able to know okay i can celebrate this on her birthday yes ever yes yeah. yeah, so that's a beautiful memory mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it surely is Oh, well, thank you. Okay, so we'll definitely get into all things Bridges to Life in a little bit. But first, how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? My goodness. So (laughs) (laughs) you asked, right? Right. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, I mentioned I launched the business a year ago. right? Right. So but for 30 years, I was in management at a Fortune 500 company. Mm hmm. And the whole time I was there though, not the whole time, the last five years, Felicia, I I kept feeling this nudge Mm. that God was saying, okay, you know, there's something else that I need you to do, but I'm comfortable, right? I'm I'm in there, I'm getting my check every two weeks, benefits, all of these wonderful things. So I I kept saying to myself, well, Lord, I hear you, but... (laughs) That famous word. (laughs) But I said, but sure, you've been here since college. You've been Mm. at the same company for 30 years. You don't know anything else. This is this is what you do. Wow. Step out. So, you know, that that little voice on the shoulder, that that inner critic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're you're good. You're you're close to retirement. Why? Why mess this up now? You you don't know how to do anything else. So just be here. So, you know, but this voice this nudge. It kept it kept coming. So I don't know. I guess it was in 2015. I said, well, let me just look at something else that I want to do. And I've always been someone who loved to help people. Mm. Always said I want to help people, but I didn't know how. But come to find out, really, over those 30 years in managing, I was helping people. Yeah, yes, yes. You know? um, <laughs> and so um, I kept attending different church services, revivals, whatever it was. And everywhere I went, it seemed like the word Christian counseling was coming up, um, Christian coach, mm. all of this kept coming up. So 
in 2015, I just said, okay, Lord, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to go ahead and start taking some classes. So in 2015, I started taking some online classes in Christian counseling and temperament counseling. Then I started doing some life coaching courses, not knowing what I was going to do. So I kept moving forward, still working, still going to the job. And then Felicia, one day God said, well, I guess you're not going to leave on your own. So I'm going to go ahead and close this 30 year door on you. And you are going to have to leave. What? Oh my gosh. So my company decided that they were going to centralize all of their operations in three places in the country. And if we were not willing to relocate to any of those places, then that's it. Listen, Um, goosebumps thinking like he said, you ain't going to move. I'm going to move you. Um, You're not going to go ahead and I'm going to close this door. Yeah, they took it right away. And he just took it right away. I was actually devastated. Like what in the world? I was two years, I was 53, two years away from being eligible for retirement. Wow. So wasn't close to that. Um, And so I had already, my family and I, the time that I was with this company for 30 years, we relocated six times. Six. Six. I heard you six times. From, from over that time. So I couldn't relocate again. I just made the decision. I prayed about it. My kids are, you know, in college and older. And I said, sure, if you relocate again, why? Mm. Mm. Like that was the one question I asked, like, why? Yeah. And I couldn't come up with an answer. Because you weren't supposed to move. (laughs) So I said, okay, well, no, I'm not going to relocate. So that was it. So 2018, my 30 year career ended. Um, praise the Lord. There was a severance package. Yes. That, yes. That held me. Um, but then two months after that, there was a major personal transition in my life that mm. occurred and changed everything even further. Mm. Um, but God said, keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, so, but the self-doubt was so big, Felicia, because I, I just, I didn't know all of this stuff was happening. I've left my company. This is all I know. But God had already prepared me yes. by helping me start taking the coursework. That took me so long because I, I was working every yeah. day. Yeah. I didn't have time, right? So now I have time yeah. all day, every day, because I have no job. <laughs> so, so needless to say, I finished everything, the coursework, what I needed to do um, in late 2019, mid-2019. Mm-hmm. And um, by the grace of God, launched Bridges to Life um, January 11th of 2020. Yes. Christian life coach and temperament counselor, and now a board certified mental health coach. Yes, yes. So they are, uh, first of all, congratulations, right? Um, And then it was a few things that you said that resonated with me. Number one, the fact that um, you talked about being comfortable, right? And being, you know, even, even though you're getting that nudge that there's more, right? And you have more in you to give, and God is asking us to do more 
but we okay with where we at, right? Because it's the unknown. Like, I, well, what exactly you want me to do, Lord? You ain't showing me. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear you, but right now, this is working, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing that resonated with me as well is that in my former job, I was a leader as well. Mm-hmm. And you, we don't realize we're doing this work of coaching without realizing that we're coaching, right? Um, mm-hmm. When I started, you know, it was very much so, you know, people think of leadership as like managers, right? That's how they talk it, like direction, you're directing people. Yeah. Um, and when my company transitioned, they kind of changed the narrative of the managers. It was like, no, you're a leader. So you have to lead and people are following you. And the mm-hmm. conversation turned differently. And they focused a lot on when the company changed, they focused a lot on us as individuals. And that was when things started to change for me and how I even, um, how I talked to my staff and how I, I, instead of like disciplining them, I was coaching them through whatever it was, right? And so you don't realize you're doing the work before you actually do the work or before you get the official assignment, right? And hearing you say that, I was just like, man, like it's so it's so crazy how he set it's like he set you up to be like, I can't do this. And then when you you run it back, you're like, well, I guess I kind of did already do this a little bit. And then he provides provision, he provides protection. Um, and then you write, he will, if you don't move, you know, in enough time for him, and that's how you know that it's specifically for you, he will push some some way. Yeah. Push or pull. One of one of the other is going to happen <laughs> in order for you to move. Yeah, yeah. And even when you had that, yeah, and I think and it, I think I got pushed in. <laughs> yes, I think you got pushed in pull too. I, I I do I believe so. And then you had a choice though, right? Because I think that God doesn't force us to do anything, right? He he going he's going to put it in front of you, but then you still have a choice as to whether or not you're going to do your assignment. Because you could have said, okay, I've done all these things and now I'm willing to relocate. Well, God may not have been able to use you if you had relocated. And then you would have made a choice to follow your comfort versus following your purpose. Y'all, becoming a full-time entrepreneur isn't for the faint of heart. And sometimes I get so wrapped up in building this business that I literally forget about basic things like grocery shopping. That's why I started using Instacart. Instacart is the go-to service for quick and effective grocery delivery. Now, I know what you're thinking. I don't want people shopping for me. I don't want nobody touching my fruit. Trust me, I know exactly how you feel. I used to be the same way. But when I think about the effort it takes now to go grocery shopping, no thank you. When you are a customer of Instacart, you select your groceries from the store of your choice. Then a personal shopper does the shopping and delivers it right to your doorstep. You cannot get any better than that. If you have never tried Instacart, trust me, you will not regret it. Click the link in the show notes and get $10 off your first order today. Now back to the show. Right. I I agree. And, And I just wanted to add while you were talking, it made me think so you know, you asked me, how have I slayed self-doubt, right? And I explained all of that. And that was a whole lot of words, right? Yeah. But there's one word as you were talking, like, okay, I slayed self-doubt with one word and that's obedience. Yeah. Because <laughs> you said it, you said it, that I had a choice. I could have done whatever else I decided to do. So 
that just came to me. Like mm-hmm. to slay self-doubt, one of the things is just that one word obedience. If yeah. we just follow what he's trying to what he's trying to do with the self-doubt will not exist anymore because yeah. he's giving us what we need. We just have to be obedient and realize he's given it to us and, and do it. And that's not always easy. I'm not no. sitting here saying like, oh, just, just be obedient. No, it's, it takes faith. Yeah. It's trust. Um, it takes maturity, mm-hmm. it, you know, spiritual maturity, everything. But yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, what's so interesting is yesterday I was having a con we were uh, my small group is doing a study on fervent. And so we were going over, I think, uh, strategy three, which is identity. Um, and so we watched the video and um Priscilla Shire is explaining um kind of how what she meant in the in the book. She's the author. Um and so she's like, you know, um when we are feeling like we're disqualified or we're feeling like we are not worthy of whatever it is that God has called us to do. You know, we have to remember that we have the, um, we already, basically we already have what we need. Right. And so she was saying that um, when we think about salvation, a lot of times we think about it as a future thing versus Mm -hmm. what is already in us. And so Mm -hmm. she compared it to um, in the book, she actually compares it to packing. And, and, and grocery shopping. And so she's like, there's a difference between grocery shopping and packing. If you grocery shop, you got to go out to receive the things. When you're packing, it's already, you just going in your closet. And so we already possess the things that we need to, but it's about obedience. Because you could go shopping for your trip again, even though you got clothes in your, <laughs> in your closet, you can say, I need a whole new wardrobe. I'm just gonna buy everything all over again. And a lot of times, when we get certain assignments, that's what we do. We don't use what we go out and we go get more and we go get more. And sometimes we get stuck in this, just like, let me just, can I get more, more things versus using what we already have and, and knowing that God has already put that thing in us. And so what, when you were trying to figure out, it made me think like when you were trying to figure out what is the next thing, it wasn't nothing, it wasn't anything next. It was what was already in you. So what do we have to pull from to find out what that next thing was so yeah he's he's placed it in us we just try to be obedient and and you know sometimes too we have to be quiet so Mm. that we can hear (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry you just said like (laughs) so i can know i know that you understand what i'm saying yes like sometimes we have to just be quiet so that we can hear what it is and i'm telling you when he took that job away from me if that's how I word it yeah um, I didn't have a choice but to be quiet yeah yeah. I didn't have a job I didn't have nowhere to go Mm -hmm. I I just had to be quiet and he really really started speaking to me and and helping me understand exactly what you said Felicia that it's already there yeah already in me but but it's tough you know that faith walk is so difficult because God is not going to show you all of the stairs on nope. that staircase. He gonna show you that first step, and then he's gonna say, "Take the next one." I'm like, but, but Lord, I don't. There's no stair there. <laughs> but I. <laughs> so if I take this, I'm going to fall because I see the step. And he's saying, "I got you. Yeah. I need you to take the step." And I've learned, the more steps to take, without seeing them, mm. that's how the. Faith, that's how my faith got really, really strong, and it's yeah. still getting stronger every yeah. day. 
but without um, stepping into those tests, uh -huh. yeah, we, you know, we kind of stay where we are in yeah. faith walk, but it is no joke. Easy. No, it is, it is not easy at all. And I, you know, because the, for me, I felt like the, the, it's because it is faith, right? And faith isn't, it's the absence of things seen. And we are, we're, we are programmed <laughs> as humans to like, we want to see what's next. You know what I mean? You think about TV, you're able to see, I can, like the other day I was watching TV and I was like, I think this is the wrong episode. I was able to look into the following week to see, am I watching the right episode? No, I'm not. Okay, well, let me record this one instead. Right. We're able, in certain things, we're able to see into the future. Like literally that's a week later. Right. But when you're doing this faith walk, God only gives you the assignment you have today. Mm -hmm. that is it and if you do not complete that assignment I have learned he's not going to give you another thing mm -hmm. not one more thing and you can keep asking Lord tell me what's next because I told you to do this mm -hmm. this is what you're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. that's what your focus needs to be on and when you complete that or you're walking in faith and doing that without worrying about what's happening in the future then we can go on to the next thing right and you know to me what that equates to is control we have we <laughs> She's laughing again. She's laughing again. We we have because my people know I I struggle with control. I, okay. I have. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we we gotta you know we gotta. I was telling somebody just the other day we hold our fists are like just closed so tight, right? Yeah. We gotta open them up. Yeah. Two so, reasons, right? So that God can so so we can release some things mm -hmm. to Him, right? And then the other fist we gotta open so He can put some things in it. Yeah. But our, we, we stay so close because we want to control everything. Just like you said, we want to know what's going to happen next week. And that's that surrendering and that yielding to him, which again, I am not sitting here saying it's easy. Yeah. But when we finally start doing that, you will see God just putting stuff in that in that open hand. Yeah. And, or you let it go out of one hand, he's putting it in the other one. I'm, I'm like true, true witness of that. I'm yeah. seeing that. No, definitely. I totally agree with that. So what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before? Y'all know the story. This podcast was an assignment from God that had my self-doubt and limiting beliefs telling me that nobody would listen. But you, yes, you kept showing up every week to listen to this podcast. And because you keep showing up, so do I. If you enjoy this podcast and would love to support me and future episodes, please consider making a donation by simply purchasing me a coffee. If you would like to donate, click the buy me a coffee link. Now back to the show. Well, you know, and, and I've learned so, so much, but the, the thing that I've learned the most, I think is the necessity to really be myself, mm. be my authentic self yeah so there's no I don't need to worry about what other people think and what other people may want me to do um, but I've learned it's so important to just be authentic and so there's a I call them acrostics that I come up with a lot acronyms for, mm -hmm. for different things and the thing that has gotten me through and it gets me through still with any self-doubt is the word bloom um, I, I read something one time that said, you know, a flower 
in a garden, it doesn't look to the left or right to see what the other flower is doing. Mm. It, just blooms. it just blooms, right? On it, on its own. Yeah. So, oh, um, and I would take the word bloom though. And I said, yeah, I need to, we need to be ourselves. Yeah. So be yourself, right? Love yourself. Uh-huh. Own your truth. Uh-huh. Operate in your gifts. Uh-huh. And then learn how to master your emotions. Wow. Oh, if we do that, we're just going to bloom and, and we'll be able to slay any doubt, anything that comes in, because if I'm being myself and I'm loving myself, I'm, I'm owning my truth. Yeah. Um, I'm operating in the gifts that he has given me. And then after all of that, I'm going to master my emotions and learn how to control my emotions um, because he told us, you know, self-control is yeah. so important, is one of the fruits of the spirit. So I've learned that if I do those things, um, that's what can help me to just to keep blooming with, yeah. with the Holy Spirit by my side the whole time. No, I love that. That when you, I can, so I'm a very visual person. So when you were talking about the flowers, mm-hmm. um, you just imagine them, you know, even as they bloom, they bloom up, right? Like mm-hmm. not even, there is no swing. All, they all bloom up and out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you think about that, um, that, that visual for me was just like, definitely focusing on yourself and focusing up right and you know in in a, in alignment with him mm-hmm. of knowing that this like keep pouring into you so that you can the bloom up and when you talk the same thing about you know releasing your hands and opening your head like in order for you to receive those things so that you can bloom um mm-hmm. we have to be open to that and I, I definitely believe in being authentically yourself because mm-hmm. god only created one you Right. And he wants us to be ourselves. That's what he wants for us. Um, And when he Mm -hmm. gives you your purpose and he gives you your gift, um, only you can do it. Even if you were to compare yourself to somebody else who may be doing something similar to you, what he gave Mm -hmm. you is specifically or specific to you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned earlier about assignments, you know, and, and I agree with you on that. There's specific assignments you know with my clients I'm I'm so convinced that every single client that comes into my door in my path is specific to me yeah you sent those people yeah to, to talk to um and so but you know your original question but that's that's what I learned so much about myself that if I keep you know being myself which is who God created me to be Uh loving myself and and owning the truths about me and doing all of these things with the gifts he's given me um that's that's how we bloom up as you said and we're able to also be a blessing to other people as as we keep blooming too it's not just about me or about us but how can we be a blessing to others so I've learned a ton during this little journey of Woo, all the changes he's made in my life. Yeah. And you know what else it made me think about? Like um when I and, and thinking about flowers and um we so we also talk about um like when you operating in your gifts and um when it comes to others that you know um I have a uh, an interview I did before with a therapist who said that her father's always told her people should always be 
getting your overflow. Nobody should ever be drinking from your cup. It should always be the overflow, right? And so when you think about flowers, like they continue to bloom, right? In season after season and the petals fall off and more more comes, right? And so you think when, and that visual to me was just like, you just continue to operate and God will continue to every season will rebloom you for whatever is needed. And your, your petals feed whatever, I mean, however the petals go, like I'm making this very, you know, specific, but um, it's just like that visual for me was just like, man, that was encouraging to me to just like keep blooming. So thank you for that. Yeah. Keep, keep blooming. Spring is around the corner. Too. I know. <laughs> it's time to bloom y'all. It's time yes. Ooh, yes. So let's talk about Bridges to Life. What I, I want to know all things of um, how, um, like the name of it, where, you know, how, when you transition from the, your, uh, well, I, yeah, you transitioned. I was going to say, <laughs> transition from your corporate job into this um, uh-huh. space. What was that like for you? And like, where, where are you now? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, so Bridges to Life. So of course my last name is Bridges. Oh, um, I, that's weird. Sometimes I'd be like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so my last name is Bridges, but even if my last name was not Bridges, um, the Bridges to Life is, you know, in my head, it, it was always this um, connection. Mm. I wanted to help people make a connection from understanding who they are to who they want to be. Because wow. if you don't know who you are, it's very difficult to become who you want to be. Absolutely. So, so the bridge for me is um, my company helping you to bridge the gap. We A lot of times we are living in that gap of who we are mm. to who we want to be, right? So when we live in that gap, Bridges to Life can help you close that gap. And one of the ways we do that is by. When I first started posting on social media for the podcast, oh my goodness, it was a disaster. I did not know what I was doing. I was guessing at everything. Then things shifted for me when I got introduced to three platforms that changed the game for me. I started using Canva for my graphics, Caption Writer for my captions, and Wave for the audiograms. Seriously, if you go back to the beginning of the Slaying Self-Doubt Instagram page, you will see the transformation. If you are in the process of branding or rebranding yourself, I recommend you try out these platforms. Canva has hundreds of templates that you can choose from to design any type of post you desire. Caption Writer allows you to create and save your captions with the perfect line breaks and even lets you add different fonts. Wave helps you create snippets of your content to share with your followers. They have closed captions and those cool little wavy lines. If you're interested in trying them out, click the links in the show notes to start using them today. Now, back to the show. Um, Providing temperament counseling. Mm. So temperament is basically why you behave the way you do. You know, Mm. why do you not like to swim? when maybe your husband is a fish in the water or you know why do I get so angry when somebody cuts me off on the road but when my girlfriend is driving it doesn't even bother her she's Mm. just like you know why is that it's because of our temperament and Mm. it's our God-given temperament the temperament that he gave us and it's inborn so um, I provide clients with a temperament assessment 
to help them identify what the temperament is. Uh-huh. Once we know what your, once someone knows what their temperament is, now we can identify the strengths and weaknesses of it uh-huh. as well as the needs of it. That's the most important part because when our temperament, if whoever we are, we have needs. And if our needs aren't getting met, that's what creates stress, wow. anxiety, and self-doubt and overthinking and wow. right so so our needs have to be met so in the temperament coaching process that's what i'm able to do is to help people understand okay so this is why i act the way i do and yeah guess what there's nothing wrong with it because no temperament is better than the other mm. they all have a long list of strengths and they all have a long list of weaknesses <laughs> So it, you know, when I first found out what my temperament was, I was like, oh, my temperament is so good. It has, it's known for having the highest IQ out of all the temperaments. But then my temperament is also the most prone for anxiety and depression. Why? Because we overthink Mm. and worry more than another temperament. So once I know that about myself, I know what the strengths are. And what the weaknesses are with the help of the Holy Spirit. Now I'm asking him to help me modify those mm. your temperament, your temperament yeah. will never change, but we can modify the behaviors of it and now do things to meet the needs of it in a productive biblical way, rather than the worldly ways. I'm trying to meet my needs. I'm trying to fill that gap. That right, right, right. Earlier, right. So yeah. if I'm not doing it in the right way, I'm trying to fill that gap with what? Drugs, alcohol, sex, money, shopping, whatever, eating, whatever it is. Yeah. So my role as a temperament coach is to help you meet those needs in a productive and a biblical manner. But you first have to identify them. You yeah. have to know who you are so you can know what your needs are. Um, so for the temperament, that's um, kind of a specialty of what I do. Uh-huh. Also, um, just Christian life coaching to help people um, who need help identifying goals and sticking to their goals. They may need accountability partners, uh-huh. strategies. Um, a big thing is helping people figure out methods to manage their emotions that are causing them to be held back a lot of times. Yeah. What they want to do. So it's just, oh my gosh, it's so many um, things that we do at Bridges to Life to help people bridge the gap Uh from who they are to who they want to be. Man, I love, so the whole, I'm so intrigued about the temperament part, right? Because I'm like, that is very interesting that we, you, you don't, on the outside, you know, without having this conversation, right, I would have just, we make assumptions about people, right, that they are just a certain type of way, why they don't like this versus, you know, they're different from us in some ways and how they act out on certain things and not realizing that you hear people all the time, like, they'll say, like, that's just who I am, right, and some people are trying to change it, like, that. no, that's not who you are, but what you're saying is that some of that is is who you are and just because you're lacking something that that is that is the reaction to the lack of your need right um and when you understand what you need to operate in your whole self right and going back to blooming to operate in being authentically you you have to be able to identify those things so that you show up better for yourself 
Right, right. And what it does, Felicia, for families, especially even husbands and wives or children and mm. parents, like, so it helps everyone understand like, oh, well, she doesn't just, she's not doing that to just get on my nerves. because we don't know you know we're like why does she do that yeah so with the temperament understanding it's like okay she doesn't just do that to get on my nerves this is this is who she is yeah god created her to be but what it doesn't do it doesn't give you a license to say uh, well that's just how i am and i can't change it and so yeah too too bad too sad no no now that i know it okay, how can I balance? And the thing is, it's all about balance because you don't want to all of a sudden try to be someone you're not because uh-huh. that's, that's where the stress comes in. Now you're not being authentic. You want to be who God created you to be, but the best version of who he created you yeah. to be. So that just means balancing some of these temperament behaviors that, that we have. Yeah, and I, uh, the other thing that came to mind was that... Um, it's, this is why it's so important if you're doing this work, you know, with you or with someone else, even when we're thinking about like therapy, like having mm-hmm. a self, a, a sense of self-awareness, right? Because it's very easy. Um, I even tell my clients, like when we first meet, like this has nothing to do with anybody else. This is all, this is your work. This is what it is that you, you, you want to fix. But even though someone else may contribute to whatever your insecurities are they may have contributed to it we're not here to fix them we're here to you know have the self-awareness to work on you um and I think that is super important especially when you're talking to because we are quick and I can say that as you were talking and you were talking about with families and couples I immediately thought about my husband and was like yep I'll be quick to be like you need to change blah 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 but when I started doing this work for myself, I was like, you know what? Yeah, it don't have nothing to do with him. This is me. How am I showing up in this marriage? How am I showing up to my kids? How am I, even when I was at work, how am I showing up at work? What do I need to change to allow the people around me to adjust? Because when you talk about temperament, right? I thought about temperature. It, it, it adjusts the, you adjust the room, right? Like if you come in there, rah, 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 everybody is, what's going on, you know? You come in there <laughs> loving and then it, it kind of, it, it mellows out the room. Uh, but no, yeah, that, that, that resonated with me a lot. I was like, I didn't change my temperament. Well, I have a, I've had to adjust my temperament over the last <laughs> Modify the behaviors. That's, that's all. But, you know, and when you said, you mentioned the word self-awareness, it also made me think about another portion of Bridges to Life um, is um, we provide self-esteem workshops, mm. and workshops about caring for your inner self, so many things like that. So I just finished a four-week self-esteem masterclass oh. um, that was done online where we uh, worked on 10 ways to improve your self-esteem. But I started the class with, again, using the word self and the first thing in improving the self-esteem is to develop self-awareness, yeah. which again, you have to do. You have to understand who you are. Um, and again, that can be done through temperament and so many other things, but develop self-awareness, examine your values. What mm. is important to you? What do I value and how do I get more of that in my life? And then leverage what you learn because now you know, so let's do something with learning with myself and then start focusing on what matters most. 
Wow. That's, that's, that's self. Because when we focus on, we, we get distracted um, and we get away from the things that are really important to us. Yeah. And that's where the self-doubt sneaks in because we're not comfortable with the things we're focusing on. Um, and one of my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 4, 25 and 26. And it's, I think it's a message version that I really like, but it says, keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all the sideshow distractions. Mm. Watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. That, that's it. Wow. We, we have to focus on what really matters. Don't be looking to the left and the right. Just keep focused on him and the plans that he has set out for you. You know what that made me think of? I said, that is a for real biblical, uh, that is a scripture that says, stay in your lane. <laughs> if you ain't never heard of one, that is legit, stay in your lane. <laughs> I told y'all, imposter syndrome is real. When I'm in those moments of doubt and anxiety, I ask myself, who's going to listen to you? Did God really call you to do this? Or girl, ain't nobody trying to pay you to talk to them. These thoughts lead me to procrastination and being paralyzed by my fears and doubts. Throughout this journey of slaying my own self-doubt, I have some tried and true practical steps that have helped me and I would love to share them with you. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and download the five ways to slay your self-doubt. Now back to the show. He just said it right there. If you That's need confirmation, it. don't worry about them five show distractions. <laughs> yes, yep, yes. you're it. Stay in your lane. That's all that is. Yeah, yeah. stay in the lane. Stay in the lane, God. Stay in the lane God has placed you in. Yeah, you know, and and when and if He changes that lane, okay, then then go with it. But but not if He didn't change the right, lane. Right, right. Going all these other lanes and get distracted. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that is so important. Um, and I think that in in what you're talking about, and you know, in slaying self doubt and how that mends together is just once like going through that process of understanding your temperament, understanding your your self esteem and your your value and um, your self love and and being authentically you. When you have all of those things, right? That is how you're able to you use these as tools when the doubt comes up because now you have an awareness of who God says you are, right? And so when because the thing about it is, is I always say self-doubt doesn't disappear. It's not, it's this is a journey because as you continue to level up, it's gonna it's gonna come mm-hmm. back up, but then you can use the tools to be able mm-hmm. to slay right like actually slay like i I said a couple of weeks ago this is an action like we are slaying currently going forward that's what we're going to continue to do but you have to you got to know what you're slaying first and then you have to use the tools to be able to do it in an effective way otherwise it is literally it's pointless right It's continual. Like you said, continual slaying. And that reminded me of continual slaying reminds me of being continually filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah. It's not. So being filled with the Holy Spirit is is not a once and done. And neither is slaying. Your self-doubt is not a once and done. It all has to be a continual process. Yeah. And to go back to what you said in the beginning about this faith walk, it's very, we all know that we've been, um, and I've said plenty of times on here that 
we have times where you're walking and you're, you know, you're walking in that faith and you, you can get comfortable in your faith, right? Where you like, oh, I'm good right here. I don't even need to check in no more or do nothing else. Like the Lord just set me up right in this spot. And then you got to go back, right? And I, I, I have had to go back so many times mm. because I was relying on my own strength and I was relying on just enough of what he gave me to say, oh, I can keep doing this. But then when he called me for more, I didn't have enough, but it was because I wasn't bringing that, that spirit along with me. It was like, I'm going to just, I, I got what I need to get mm-hmm. through this first thing mm-hmm. instead of it allowing it to be like a flow, right? And just to a continual flow of that spirit and that faith and not in, and again, back to the controlling thing, right. And not trying to control the situation. (laughs) That's the, that's the part right there. (laughs) Listen, it it is easier said than done. It is easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah. I I was just going to say, so in Bridges to Life, again, with in, in conjunction with the coaching and the temperament counseling, there's also just that overall desire to help people improve their um, self-esteem and self-awareness and things like that. So it all comes together. We do it in all of those different ways. Yes, yes, I love this. I literally, um, like I said, when you were talking about it and I'm, now I'm like, I'm probably gonna go Google, what are the different types of temperaments? Um, <laughs> I'm like, this is a very interesting interesting thing. And so um, I just, I wanna thank you for, uh, you know, coming on and sharing your story and telling us about, um, you know, like how, your journey, like that right there, everybody, um, I, I've said plenty of times on here is that everybody goes through different things and ultimately um, you said it, it's obedience. You know, God will call yeah. us out of certain situations and it, it, it is just your obedience as to whether or not how um, his, his assignment or his calling on your life will end up, you know, because we do have choices. And so I, I am quite sure that the people that he has assigned to you are happy that you chose to stay put and allow God to use you in the way that um, he needed to use you because had you not, you would not be right here with me today. So I, I am grateful that you were obedient. Okay. Thank That's you for your great. obedience. Yes, you are welcome. And I'm thanking him to give me what I need to be obedient. Yes. So thank yes. you. Thank you for having me. This was enjoyable and I'm happy to have been able to share. And um, like I said to you, even offline, you know, just wanting to be a blessing um, Mm -hmm. others who will hear this and maybe going through the same thing and just know just be yourself love yourself own your truth operate in your gifts and try to master those emotions yes so uh cheryl how can people connect with you Yes, um, they can connect on my website at bridges to life.com and it's the number two bridges to life.com. They can send me an email directly if they'd like. My first name's Cheryl at bridges to life.com. Um, either way, it's, it's fine. Yep, you can go right on my site and learn more about temperament and setting up appointments. If you're interested, that can all be done on the website. And I'd love to hear from some of you. Yes. Well, I will definitely put all this information in the show notes so that y'all can be able to find it. Um, Again, thank you so much, Cheryl. This was definitely an enlightening conversation for myself. I definitely, you empowered me with the bloom. I got the curiosity of the temperament. Like, I'm just like, who am I? Who am I really? (laughs) You ready to keep slaying then. Yes, (laughs) yes. 
Well, thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. We end every episode with the serenity prayer and it goes as follows. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.